Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Taboo Taboo Podcast. I am so excited that you're joining us here today. I am your host, Drew from the future. And joining me today is my co-host, Big D. What I wanted to do was give you a little bit of an overview of the format of this podcast. What we'll be doing is exploring three main channels of taboo topics. We have taboo sex, taboo drugs, and taboo culture. Now my co-hosts and I get into some pretty risque things in our personal lives. We wanted to give you a glimpse into those taboo worlds. Now in this first episode, what we're going to be doing is exploring that first channel, taboo sex. And what we want to do is give you a highlight of what you can expect in future episodes this season. If you like what you hear and you want to support us, like us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. That actually helps us a tremendous amount. The next best thing you can do is actually shoot us an email at tabutabupodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you want to hear more of. We'd love to hear what you want to hear less of. We'd love to hear, we'd love to hear what you're interested in us exploring because that's what we're doing is we're exploring. So if there's something you're afraid to Google, email us. That's most likely what we're going to be most interested in sharing and talking about. Now, without further ado, the very first episode of the Taboo Taboo podcast, an introduction to taboo sex. Big D in the neighborhood. (laughs) Welcome to Taboo Taboo podcast. This is going to be taboo sex. So this is the first installment of an ongoing conversation around the weirdest fucked up and most fun part about sex <laughs> i know you've been practicing that, that I, came up I had to say it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna be covering a lot of topics uh just to start things off um i did recently read a really interesting study by durex about uh kinkiness and actually specifically about bdsm so they define bdsm as anything involving blindfolds or handcuffs but that's interesting so that's not just like whips and chains no no it doesn't have to be the heavy shit just anything with the blindfold or handcuff okay yeah yeah, yeah. So uh, they did a poll. So it is a survey. So it's, you know, it's opt-in information, which is, you know, often skewed. But nonetheless, the worldwide average came out to about 20% of people are, are doing some form of, BD, some form of BDSM. Uh, but the U.S., interesting enough, is actually we <laughs> worldwide average 20%. We're up at 36%. All right. So more than one in three people are doing it. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. At least according to the survey. Yeah. No, see, I think it's interesting when you look at the survey that was... How are they getting certain places like Africa? <laughs> right? I don't think anyone's going out there surveying Africa. They're going to go to Somalia and they're going to be like, do you mean burning the women's clitorises? And they're like, no, we Jesus were talking Christ. about blindfolds. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just don't think they're going out there doing that. They could be having some fucked up kinky sex uh, and they could be burning off clitorises, but I don't really think they took them into consideration. And I don't think they give a fuck about condoms and durettes. Yeah, really I'm, guess, I'm guessing not. Yeah, especially yeah. the rape capital of the world, South Africa. Yeah, lovely yeah. place. Yeah, lovely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, like Japan probably is number one, right? No, actually, it turns out they come in really low on the survey rating. But we know that's fucking <laughs> horseshit, right? Japan is kinky and weird as fuck. Well, when I go on my porn sites, on the category side, they have, you know, things like uh, teens and grandma. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- those are my two favorites. Yeah, of course. And yeah. then they have, they have Japanese. That, that's its style. There's, yeah. there's not Canada. It's its own category. No yeah, one's yeah. checking out Canadian, Canadian. sex. What is super polite sex? What, is, <laughs> what is Canadian sex? Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, pardon. Oh, uh, just about done there. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's a little bit cold outside. Let's go feed the great bears. <laughs> Oh, you mean moose? Moose, yes. Yeah. I, we need to work on our Canadian accents. Oh, isn't it just American with, like, real play? <laughs> I think that's it, yeah. Just polite Americans. Yeah. It's interesting you talk about Japan, because Japan and Germany, both countries who still can't have a military, 
your thought about the relationship between not having a military and being kinky as fuck? Well, so maybe it's that uh, the military sometimes draws in, you know, extreme people. People mm-hmm. that want to, you know, go into fucked up shit, go into combat. They can't do that. Um, so oh, interesting. So it's like a redirection of energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's just redirecting. I mean, everybody has a beast inside of them. Totally. It's how they unveil that. Yeah, beast. totally. And Germany's coming out with some really fucked up porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any of the scat stuff, any of the piss and shit stuff. You're gonna have a lot of German stuff involved, and Japan. They get into that shit too. Well, I I, I take uh, like angry, angry sex. I think that's a form of kink. Yeah. German just sounds angry. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Always. when when uh, when my partner woke up in the middle of the night one night, uh, she woke up, had her eyes closed, and she just started screaming German. I almost punched her in the face. <laughs> it's a violent language. She was probably it saying is. wonderful things. Right, right, right. It sounded very. Fasses los dich. <laughs> I like flowers. Yeah, that was yeah, that was literally yeah. what's going on. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, also in the survey, turns out Greece is allegedly one of the kinkiest countries, and they're also pretty high on the sexting rate, which okay. is which is interesting. I'm thinking, well, I'm just postulating nah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying if they're one of the kinkiest and they're one of the heavy on sexting. It's probably because their country's falling apart. <laughs> Not a lot of them have jobs, or if they do, their hours are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Or they take, like, three days off a week. They mm-hmm. don't work after, like, three. They take a big old uh, break in the middle, too, right? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I, I wonder why they're going down. I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah. But, no, I mean, you look at, like, most people, I, I would assume, have more sex on the weekends. Because both yeah, people don't work. For sure, yeah. People in Greece don't know what work is. <laughs> so they just have sex all the time. It's hard to distinguish between the weekends and the weekdays. It when is, there's yeah, no... you just don't know. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of them are like, I guess I'm just not going to go to work. Can you please bail us out, Germany? We have no money and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I, I We're gonna getting get, off topic here. <laughs> we're going to get so much more into BDSM, kink, that whole world. Those will be multiple episodes for sure. But there's also other episodes I want to touch on. Yeah. Like um, my experiences with going to sex dungeons. I, that sounds amazing. I've right? never been to one. Right, exactly. You want to go, right? I'm, I'm interested, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit in, uh, afraid of like surprise pegging. Right, um, right. <laughs> surprise pegging. Because that happens. I, yeah. I, I, that's what I assume all right, the time. Right, right. <laughs> I assume it's, you know, like uh, protect your holes all day. Like yeah, just yeah. clench butt cheeks. It's real rapey in there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's how I imagine it. Oh, my God. Um... Oh, by the way, have we even introduced ourselves? No. Nope. Hi, I'm Drew from the future. And it's Big D over here. Big D and, and Drew from the future. Um, so sex dungeons, uh, not rapey at all. Actually highly consent-based. There's lots of... You can't even touch somebody on the shoulder without asking their permission first. So you go in, you sign a waiver, and after that waiver is signed... No, no waiver. Your holes are completely open to anybody. No, not at all. No. That's how I imagine these things. It's so, a dungeon. It sounds scary in there. <laughs> Yeah, I think I went upstairs to my dungeon, actually. Oh, I imagine they're all down deep. Right, in a basement. Soundproof. A little bit wet and moist. Semen right? everywhere. Yeah, just, of course. Yeah, just littered in uh, semen. Like, oh, what's that on my eye? Oh, you're jizzing. Oh, I'm sorry for <laughs> bothering you. Yeah. I've gone to a couple, and I think it's really interesting to talk about the differences, what the experience is like. I think it's more mainstream than people really are aware of. They assume sex dungeon equals you're going to get raped or something <laughs> else ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So, um... We'll definitely have a whole episode or two or five on that one. Uh, uh, would I be safe with a butt plug already in so they couldn't go in there? Yeah, of course. Yeah, always. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Bring your butt plug. And, a, and a mouth gag. Ah, yeah. Cover yes, all the holes. Your holes yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can use the mouth gag to actually like block your ears, too. Oh, that's smart. Ears are big now, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, I definitely want to do another episode on the art of pegging. So I see that written down there. I didn't know that was much of an art form. You can't just fuck a butt. 
That's not well, a thing. That's rape. That's a whole nother thing. But right, right. I, the art. The yeah, art it, form. There's an art. There's classes. There's pegging classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it just butt sex with the fake penis? How many people are good at butt sex? I don't know. I guess you gotta be there. Right? And butt sex could be its own uh, conversation in and of itself. You know what? With enough research, it can be. <laughs> we should do in-depth research. I would love like to do that just inside. to tell somebody, yeah, we're doing our podcast. What on? Butt sex. Butt sex. Specifically on butt sex. <laughs> 22 minutes, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Butt sex. <laughs> uh, we have so many other categories, though. Like, uh, like what, what the fuck is polyamory? Exactly. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm polyamorous, so it's going to be really easy for me to talk about Which it. Which means I, he just cheats a lot. He just calls himself poly. I fucking poly. hate you so much. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it at all. <laughs> but I have a bunch of poly friends, too. So, like, I'm going to be able to interview them, talk about, like, what how they define poly. So is that kind of like homosexuality where you're born a poly? Are you a poly? I don't know. I honestly... Do you I get rights as a poly? No. Actually, you, there's a lot of negative rights. A lot of people lose their kids for being poly, lose their jobs. Uh, they get well, poly lives socially. matter, right? <laughs> poly li- I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is in a murky territory where we aren't really recognized and it's hard to say, is it a decision, a life choice? Is it, is it something you're born with? Like, does it even matter? I mean, it's, if it's something I want to do, literally I should be able to do... Anyway, so there's a lot of... I'm afraid of that to... conversation. At one point, I'm just going to bother you enough. You're just going to punch me. <laughs> and the audio tape's going to go blank for like 10 minutes. And then we're just never going to talk again. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we should definitely look forward to ruining our friendship there. <laughs> um, and then, like, obviously there's a lot of other parts about kink that are really interesting. Like, um... Well, some of the fetishes, like the feeders. Yes. Oh, my God, feeders. Yeah. Oh, my God, feeders. I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, now I'm more interested now that I see how happy you are. I want right. to see what you have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to make you so fat, and I, and that's what's going to get me off, is, like, constantly feeding you until you, uh, until you like, I don't know, get to some ideal weight where I'm like, yeah, you're nice and fat like the way I like it. That's like a whole thing. Well, it's almost like an ownership at some point. Yeah, totally. It totally is, yeah. It feeds into the whole dom-sub yeah. thing, for sure. Deep level. Yeah. I'm going to want to get into a little bit of cheating, the evolution with tech, how easy it is now to jump on Tinder or secretly yeah. cheat without somebody knowing. It's going down in the DMs. Going, <laughs> going down in the DMs. But, like, how do you even define cheating? Because we were ta- just talking about poly a little bit, and, and some people consider poly just a form of cheating. So I think cheating is when one person doesn't know. That's a great. That's a great definition. <laughs> that's how I define it. Yeah, it would be really interesting to actually get a bunch of input from a lot of different people what they think cheating is. So if you've got an idea of what you think cheating is, uh, record your, uh, yourself talking about it just for a minute and shoot it to us at taboo taboo podcast at gmail We'd love to hear what you think cheating is. I feel like we're gonna get a lot of people defensive. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean that makes sense. It's an emotional topic. I think it is. So. No, it is. Another big emotional topic that we will probably need to pull an outside resource to talk about is rape and rape culture. So, like, how is rape uh, permeated common or, or culture now today? Um, this is what is that rape? I want to talk to in Stanford. I think we should pull him in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a minute to realize you were talking about that, <laughs> that rapist. Oh, my God. He's yeah. out of jail, so he's totally available to talk to. That's I mean. insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, what are the consequences for rape? How do we define rape? How is rape punished? How is it followed up on? How is it, you know, like, investigated? Well, you get interesting cases. Like, there's the common one of, oh, I peed on school grounds at night, and now I'm a sexual predator. That's to, in, in the military, uh, when I was... In if I was 17 years old and I was dating another 17 year old because we're the same age, that's statutory according to the U.S. government. Like I could have been a sexual predator 
for dating someone my exact same age. Which is weird, right? Well, that, that ruins your whole life. And how, you know, for better and for worse, how it can really fuck someone's life if they didn't do anything. Right. Or, or like the Stanford kid who, you know, fucked someone's life and then yes. just didn't do anything himself and right. went back to Stanford. Whole other thing. And then as soon as we get to the courts, they're like, don't ruin this man's life. What the fuck? Didn't he just ruin <laughs> someone else's life? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Stanford lives matter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe a little bit less. A little bit, yes. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to talk about that. It'll also be really interesting to talk about um, just, okay, going back to your point about being 17 and having sex with another 17-year-old, imagine you're in high school right now, you're 16, your girlfriend's 16, you guys can have sex, right? You can have as much sex as you want, it can be really fun. As soon as either one of you takes a picture or records any of it, you are now a... Um, What's it called? Sexual predator? Yeah, yeah, but it's it's now uh, child porn as well. Oh, right. You're no, now exactly. in possession yeah, of child yeah. porn. Recording something you're doing, and now you own child porn. That's such a weird, uh, you know, legal loophole, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's going to be def- definitely a very dry, <laughs> bitter conversation that I'm definitely going to pull in. Some people who know a lot more than us, because obviously you and I are kind of morons on that topic. But um, other topics that will be really interesting, uh, we love sex scandals. Anthony Weiner is the best at fucking up tweets, <laughs> right? Multiple times. <laughs> he opened the Twitter app, wrote a tweet, hit that little blue bird, hit tweet, and thought it was a sex message. And then the scandal happened. He apologized. <sighs> then he did it again. It's, it's almost like he, that's his thing. Is he wants the public, the public <laughs> aspect. Maybe he has the same like a social media manager as Trump. <laughs> I just put it out there I don't care No filter <laughs> Although I think uh, he put a filter on his dick But, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but some public sex scandals Like where do they come from How should we react to them Should we even be paying attention mm-hmm. Does it matter if, if a politician is getting off in a weird way Like should we shame them for it Well especially when you look at like Is it really illegal Yeah. How does this really affect us I mean I want to get into even The Clinton scandal back in the 90s was oh that God. really on terms to just bar somebody as a president? Right. Does he still not have all, all of the background and everything else that he had when he was running? And what about Monica Lewinsky? Like, now she is defined as the girl who sucked a president's dick. Right, she she's can't really so, go anywhere. She's so much more than that, yeah. and yet that, she's boxed into yep. that little, the little square because that one incident. And now it's like, it's a moral thing, so there's like a moral outrage. But is it immoral to have fun, kinky sex? Yes, it's immoral to like lie to your partner... But, like, what about your, if you're single and you're just doing weird shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, it's weird to see how sex is represented in the media today. Um, sexting has changed the way people date. Tinder uh, and other apps like that have made it so much easier to connect with people, so... Well, then you have places like, like uh, Hustler, the sex store. You, they have really good perk benefits if you buy sex toys, but they want all of your information. How are they storing that information? Is that information safe? Right. If that got out, could that hurt me in the future? If I'm at an executive level at a company and right. a bunch of shit gets laid out, that's perfectly legal and ethical. Right. But now my business is out there and now I can't advance. All this, all because of like a public perception of what sex should and shouldn't be. Right. When we have over one in three people are into BDSM. Yeah, in, in the United States, yeah. Which is which is crazy if you think about it. Like if that many of us are into it. It's not taboo anymore. It's mainstream. Well, when you look at the biggest corporates of it, you look at you know the Catholic Church completely against anything. Didn't they start whipping? Didn't whipping no, exactly. start with That's them? That's what it comes down to. <laughs> They're the ones to you know don't 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 throw a rock in a glass house. They're the ones to accuse people 
of having sex with multiple partners or having kinky sex is being wrong. Right. But if there's an altar boy involved and some cocaine, then it's all good. Right, exactly. Yeah. Push it down. Yeah. Push it way down, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's weird to see how sex has changed over, over time, how we people perceive sex, um, the different types of sex, sex across the world, um, what's good and bad sex, sexual and what we want to make sure we're doing here on, on the show is to make sure that each one of these topics, that we're doing our research on our end. Yeah. And you're learning something new each time. Yeah, absolutely. And you're contributing. You're letting us know what you're interested in. You're letting us know what you want to hear more about. So maybe there's something you don't want to Google because you don't want the NSA to know you're interested <laughs> in it. So we'll Google it for you. you yeah, know? perfect. Yeah, yeah. I have a work computer. It does great things very fast. <laughs> yeah, don't tell work what you're Googling. <laughs> and, and yeah, so let us do the research for you. Let us look into it because we really are interested in this stuff and we want to know what you guys are interested in. So again, email us podcast at gmail.com. Definitely want to hear about what you guys want to hear about sex. Did you know, I had an old co-worker, he worked for Microsoft, and on his personal time at home, on his work computer, he looked at porn, and he got fired. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I've definitely looked at some stuff that was, like, maybe scandalous. Like this is my work phone right here. <laughs> I watch porn on it every day. <laughs> um, I've ordered drugs on this phone. Yep, yep. Uh, my company does not care. Right. But Microsoft, they fired him, and he was after hours. I wonder if that has to do with, like, the type of company, you know? Yeah, but again, how do you draw that line? It's not illegal. You're not taking company time. Right. You're not ejaculating on the keyboard and giving it back to the company. Right. (laughs) Was he watching porn at work or? At his house. Oh, at his house. At his house. So he brought his work laptop home. Which was legal. And he went on legal websites. I've totally done that with every work computer I've ever had. I know. That's why I have a work computer. (laughs) I don't want that weird porn on my computer. I know, right? Yeah. I get viruses on the bed. How do you draw draw that line? This is a legal, ethical thing that you are doing on your time. Yeah. Yet you can fire somebody. Right. I want to look at my team on grandma scissoring, you know, on any computer I want. I don't want want it to be limited to my PC or... Or my laptop. I know. Whole other topic. Just want to get, get into more of the ethics and morals of sex and yeah. what that means to different people yep. around the world. Absolutely, yeah. And that's a great way to close out the episode. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. This is uh, Drew from the future. And Big D. Signing off. Have a good one.